I've ever said ever loving before in the middle of a call. I was a little, I don't know where that Ever loving McLovin. I don't remember hearing that. I don't remember that until I heard it back and I was like, what did I say? Uh, good morning, everyone. Hour three on a Wednesday. Toby and TJ back with you. It is a, uh, we got to keep an eye on the weather the next uh, 36, 48 hours or so. Very, very windy today. 45 to 50 mile an hour winds in central Oklahoma. Fire danger big time. Everybody be smart and safe out there. Overnight, we're going to have storms roll through. Uh, They say the tornado chances are very small, but they're going to be some rock and rollers. Uh, Middle of the night tonight, and then tomorrow that will change into snow. Very heavy winds with snow, so uh, that's not going to be much fun. Might have a little bit of freezing and some sleet and stuff out there. So tomorrow morning, be careful when you're getting up, going to work and school and things like that. But uh, anyway, buckle up. Next uh, couple of days aren't going to be a lot of fun. And then uh, we'll get it out of here and we'll be one step closer to spring. Uh, Congratulations to Ryan Hibble. The OU men's golf team wins. The Puerto Rico Classic yesterday, TJ. 59 under par as a team. What a course that must have been in Puerto Rico they were playing, huh? Um, Chris Gotterup wins the individual title. He himself was 20 under par. Pretty good. OU softball and uh, back at it in Houston this weekend. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, the number one-ranked Sooners will play McNeese at noon on Friday, then Houston at 3. Same two teams on Saturday, McNeese and Houston. Then Sunday, a 10 a.m. start against Texas State. And OU baseball, one day closer to opening. We're now two days away, Teach. 
Just over 48 hours from now, OU and Auburn at, uh, let's see, what do we call that? Glow, I always get the Globe Life's mixed up. Globe Life Globe Stadium? Life Park, Globe Life Roof. Field? Field. Globe Something. Life. One of the Globe Life's yeah. down there. The plane and the one that's closed, uh, in the, enclosed. Uh, 11 a.m. first pitch. That'll be one of the first games, I would imagine, around the country. Uh, this that might be the first game period uh, for the uh, college baseball season. I don't know. Maybe, maybe somebody on the East Coast is starting before that, but I doubt it. So, Sooners and Auburn. I've I've been uh, doing a little bit of research on the three teams they're going to play. TJ. Um, Auburn is going to be good. They're in the SEC. They're all good over there, but they are picked last, I believe, or next to last in their side of the conference this year. Um, Arizona, remember Arizona scored 20, was it 22 runs last year? 20, maybe it was 20 on OU down in, uh, uh, oh gosh, what, what was that round? I wasn't round rock. It was the other Frisco classic. OU, it was a five hour game and, mm-hmm. Arizona beat them like 22-14 or something like that. Um, did Arizona end up going to the College World Series last year? They had a really good team. Oh, I can't gosh, remember. I couldn't even tell you. I don't remember. I they might have. But their coach, I forgot about this till last night. Uh, Eric Hollier reminded me. Their coach took the LSU job after last season. And several players with him, I guess. So they're not exactly sure what they've got this year. They are picked third in the Pac-12. They're going to be good. But it's a little bit of a mystery with them because they got a new coach and a, and a big turnover. And then a, maybe the best team of the bunch is going to be Michigan on Sunday. Now, I, I mean, according to preseason expectations, it's impossible to know how good college baseball teams are. But Michigan uh, had a good year last year. They are among the favorites to win the Big Ten this year. I got a little PTSD I'm going to have to work through with Michigan, TJ, because we went up to Ann Arbor, you remember, during the uh, Pete Hughes era and got swept in a in the non-conference series in the middle of conference season, and it wasn't even close. Like, they wiped the floor with us all three games up there. So uh, hopefully the Sooners have better luck this time around, but. Three good opponents to start the season. Three high-caliber opponents. Uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Taylor Maples will be on the call with you Friday and Saturday right here on the flagship station of Sooner Baseball. And then uh, I get the Sunday game. I'm looking forward to going down and uh, being in that ballpark on Sunday for that OU-Michigan game on Sunday night. Then they're back home. The home opener will be next Tuesday afternoon against Wichita State. That's a pretty good home opener, TJ. The Shockers will be here 4 o'clock next Tuesday. I think they're coming to town a couple of times this year. It's a pretty good opener, though. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, Tonight, OU women back home against Texas Tech, trying to shake off the Texas loss. 6 o'clock tip, LNC. You've got a good game on the men's side tonight. 8 o'clock, Baylor at Texas Tech. That'll be fun. Did you hear, by the way, 
Speaking of the whole Chris Beard thing, and uh, if you weren't with us last hour, uh, after the game, after the handshake line, Chris Beard walking off the floor, and somebody hollered something at him. Uh, reportedly, it was Traitor. And uh, he took a left-hand turn and went and confronted the young man about it. Have you got any more details about well, that, by the way? Well, I was about to say, I I think I, I held off uh, messaging the guy because I went through his Twitter feed, and he's he, he seems a little bit like a potty mouth, so I wasn't sure about <laughs> having him on a lot of F-bombs flying on his Twitter. So. Gotcha. Well, well, I would like to know why he was where he was. If that's the case, why at that is he point the of the baseline? game, could he have just walked down there to say hi to someone? No, not. I mean, they're still the the teams are still on the court. Yeah. I mean, I suppose you could, but I suppose you could. I mean, I, I there are there is security. I suppose you could walk by him and get down on the but the, not normally. No, it was not the end of the students. It was the opposite end. Right, it was the, the opposite end. Yes, mm-hmm. so. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, did you see what happened with the – so Tech is at Texas this Saturday. Uh, this is the return game. Remember, Chris Beard went to Lubbock. It was uh, uh, spicy, to say the least, out there. And Tech won. Now, the return game is this Saturday in Austin. And <laughs> did you see what happened with the tickets? Is this the one where they uh, – Tech bought up all the tickets, right? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Somebody at Tech circulated when the tickets were going on sale and, like, the ticket code that you needed or whatever to get tickets, I don't know exactly, but online. And they circulated it among all the Texas Tech message boards and social media and everything. And as soon as the tickets dropped, they jumped on and bought up, I guess, (laughs) multiple thousand tickets. <laughs> to the point where Texas had to shut down the sale. They they realized too late what was going on. They were like, wow, right. these tickets are just flying off the shelf. And then finally, I guess somebody said, wait a second. They're matching up area codes here and going, everybody in Lubbock is buying all these tickets. <laughs> so they shut down the sale, and I don't know exactly what's going to happen. I guess they reissued some tickets, and now there's kind of a controversy as to which tickets are going to be accepted, and they don't know if the Texas Tech fans bought the. They, they think the Texas Tech fans bought up the tickets just to, you know, have to make it empty in there. I'm sure some plan on going to the game, but a lot of them were like, "It's worth forty dollars to me just for there to be empty seats in there," because that's funny. There's a bunch of them, so there's some confusion. Obviously, there's some anger. Uh, these two schools hated each other before this and now even more so after so uh, that's an 11 30 game on saturday morning it'll be interesting to see what the crowd split is for that all right teach uh ou loses last night five games to go in the regular season at iowa state at texas tech home against osu home against west virginia at k-state Give me the percentage chance Oklahoma makes the NCAA tournament now after last night. Fifteen percent. 
Go ahead. I think it's extremely difficult at this point. That game last night, you could have stole the one in Lawrence. Um, you look back at the week with the uh, that we've talked about a lot with the TCU and Oklahoma State games. They've just put themselves in such a tough position. It's not impossible. There's still a you know 15% chance that I'm giving them. But two tough environments, two tough road games back-to-back coming up here after two close, hard-fought, disappointing losses. You've got to split. I mean, you've got to split between Iowa State and Tech on Saturday and Tuesday. So um, right now I'm at 15%. And then win the rest? No, you split. You probably... Say you get Iowa State, lose at Tech, you probably do need to win out those final three and, and get that one on the road to Manhattan, which won't be easy either. 15%. 15%. That's what I'm giving them. I You're wish it way could be wrong. No, I'm way wrong? Way wrong. All right. Is it 5%? The correct answer is... <laughs> Hang on a second. I'm calculating in my brain. Iowa State. Uh, Texas Tech. I think they might be a tough matchup for Tech. I mean, Tech's going to be obviously angry, and they're going to play well in their home court and be a significant favorite to win that game. But, I mean, I think the way OU plays doesn't match up well for Tech. Like, the opposite's true with Texas. Texas bogs down the OU offense. Tech packs the lane, which OU skips it around. That's how Mo got all those open threes and stuff. So I wonder if Tech changes the way they play this time against OU or if they just hope OU misses some shots because, I mean, they give you outside shots. They're just not going to let you get anything around the rim. So I don't think it's impossible OU wins in Lubbock, but it's highly unlikely. Uh, OSU at home, West Virginia home at Kansas State. haven't won in Manhattan in a decade. You said 15%. Yes. Out of 100. <laughs> yes. Still calculating. I'll go 17%. Okay. I want to say 20. <laughs> but they haven't won in Manhattan in a decade, and they've won once in uh, Iowa State in a decade. Um, but that wasn't Porter Moser, you know. I mean, he doesn't, he doesn't carry that baggage with him in there. It wasn't any of these guys. Uh, I do think you know I like their chances against Oklahoma State and West Virginia at home. Obviously, uh, they are on capable the of winning every one of these remaining five games. Yeah, like there's not one that you look at and say that's no. impossible. No. No. You know what? You just talked me into twenty. I'm going <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I I do I do I, I want to bring in to play the Big Twelve tournament because I do I think the number's still four. You need four wins, but that includes the Big Twelve tournament. Now, you know, if you do get three wins, let's say in the regular season, you're not. I don't think you're going to be in that eight nine game. I think you're going to be the seven seed, maybe six. So you're going to have a really tough first game in Kansas City. But, I mean, there's not a team in this league that they haven't shown they can. Well, Baylor, Baylor's handled them twice. I don't think they want Baylor. 
for Baylor's a bad matchup for OU for whatever reason. Kansas, I, I don't think OU's scared of Kansas this year. They got them twice in two really close games. So I don't know, man. I'm back down to 19. I'm going 19, TJ. And you locking that official? No, 18 and a half. 18 and a half percent chance. But that's not zero. Like you said, it's not zero. Man, I mean, it just puts so much pressure on Saturday. Uh, but you know what? Like, Iowa State is in the same boat. Kansas State's in the same boat. West Virginia's in a worse boat. <laughs> Kansas, West Virginia's in a life raft right now. So everybody they play is going to be desperate, except Oklahoma State. Who's just in it to ruin things? Well, they want to sweep you, and this is their turn. Yeah, I mean that's what yeah. that comes down to in Norman for them. And Texas Tech, who's ticked off because you just kind of embarrassed them. So, man, yeah, eighteen and a half is where I'm going. No, eight. Yeah, eighteen and a half is where I'm going. <laughs> you sticking at fifteen? I'm sticking at fifteen. Right, we'll see who's right. <laughs> we'll take a break. Back after this. We're back, T-Row in the Morning Show. This hour brought to you by RK Black, leading provider of office technology solutions to small and medium-sized businesses in Oklahoma and Kansas. Copier, fax, printer, scanner, document management, network solutions, and so much more. 405-943-9800 or rkblack.com. During that commercial break, I just found out Vanilla Ice is now a country rapper. I cannot play the song on the air if you want a good laugh, go on YouTube and find Vanilla Ice's song, Rodeo. All right. <laughs> uh, Air Comfort Solutions text line. Fran said on the broadcast last night he thought OU could get in with seven conference games. Is this really possible? Seven conference wins? I think that's uh, That meant, would yeah. be three more. Yeah, I mean... I you know I thought during the break I'm up at it to twenty I'm I'm going back up to twenty percent um yeah maybe I mean their metrics are great if you get three more wins they're going to be high caliber wins you're just really in jeopardy of the bid stealers at that point you know and there's going to be a lot of complaints about a team going seven and eleven in conference especially if you get bounced in the first round of the tournament. I don't know. I think if I think with just three more wins, if they don't win a Big Twelve tournament game, it's pretty doubtful. I just feel like the committee is going to have a hard time. That what would that make them? Seventeen and uh, fourteen, and no, it'd be seventeen and fifteen if they don't win a. Nah, they're not getting in at seventeen and fifteen. I, I was going to say not at seventeen and fifteen. I don't think so. I think you got to win four games now. If, if you only get three in the regular season, if you only get to seven conference wins, then I think you need one in the Big Twelve tournament. And if you get that, it'll be a quality win, and then maybe, maybe, pretty good chance. I think actually. Then, when will they retire Hollis Price's number? Maybe if uh, Houston comes here for a game, is he still at the? Is he still there on his staff? He hasn't got a job somewhere else, has he? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure he is. And that uh, would make the most sense. We've got Wayman, 
Stacy, Mookie, and Blake up there right now. Mm-hmm. I would think you need to add. Is that it, Buddy? At some point, sure. Is that it? Just four, and then on the yes. other end, you got Stacy Dales and Courtney Parrish, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Alvin Adams. Alvin Adams is up there, isn't oh, he? Oh, yeah. yes, he is. I thought you said so. It, it, do you think Hollis is next, or do you think Buddy is next? I mean, um, I mean if you're going by chronological Hollis order, next, then Hollis is next. Buddy was a national player of the year. I mean, Hollis credentials, it, right? Credentials, Buddy deserves it probably first. I'm trying to think if Hollis deserves it. Um, I think he does. I mean, he was outstanding, and Final Four team. I, I'm, yes, he does. I don't know when it happens. That the te- that was the question was when does it happen? I would say if that would be a time, you know, is if he's in the house on Kelvin's staff and they're here for a game. Um, yeah. Otherwise, it's going to be very difficult to work out with him with his schedule with them and making it work on a game, but you you can make it happen on a midweek or something like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know the answer to your question. We got trophies uh, to uh, – or we got uh, – They've still got statues, statues hit all over town. to put yeah. up over at football. We I got mean, numbers to retire. I said back when he was playing and you scoffed at me that someday Trey Young's number nope. is going to be in the Raptors, nope. and it will happen. Nope. 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 <laughs> it will happen. Nope. Maybe so for the Atlanta the- Hawks. So he's going to be in the NBA Hall of Fame, and his number's not going to be in the rafters at OU. Yes. You're drunk. You're drunk. Nobody's even going to remember the year that he was here. But if they do, I'll tell you what happened. He led the country in scoring and assists in the same year. Do you retire guys' numbers who play one year? Sure. Kevin Durant? Do you retire guys' numbers who were here one year and the team wasn't that successful? Kevin Durant? <laughs> Do you retire a guy's number? Uh, I'm trying to think of some other excuses here. Atlanta Hawks, I think, his number's up there eventually. I'm not sure I he listen. deserves it with Oklahoma. I don't care if he deserves it or not. It's happening because... The farther we get from that season and the greater his career becomes at the NBA, one, nobody remembers and nobody cares. And if you do say, well, well, remind me, what did he do at OU? The answer is he led the nation in scoring and assists the same year. Tomato, tomato. He had one of the most unbelievable seasons in college basketball history. He's, he's getting his number retired in town Friday night. Isn't that enough? And I don't even know that he deserves that. Wow. First, you come after Trey trying to build courts for youths in the city, and now now you're coming after him for not I'm being worth I'm just saying. He might, be the, he might be one of the top. Well, he's, in a, he's an NBA all-star. He's an all-star. So. I said the Atlanta Hawks, he will have his jersey retired. Maybe multiple teams in the NBA. I'm just saying I question it. At the OU uh, 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 level. Uh, at OU and I'm kind of questioning it at North. <laughs> Why would you question it at North? Because he should have won a state title and didn't. 
<laughs> it was one of the biggest failures of a team in high school uh, recent memory around here. Oh, my gosh. Did Wayman win a title? I don't care if Wayman won a title. He deserves to have his number Did retired. Did Stacy win a title? No. Did Buddy win a title? Did Blake yes. win a title? Yes, Buddy won Did a Alvin title. Win a he title? won my heart. Did Baker win a title? Did Kyler win a title? I'm just saying he didn't do a whole lot at Oklahoma. That's Trey not Young? that big of a shot. That's not that big of a... He was here for one year, had a cup of tea. The team was a disaster down the stretch. He scored points that one year, but I don't know that that's jersey retirement worthy. I think if he just had the one season that he had and then went to the NBA and fizzled out, you know, played three or four years and faded into nothingness, then you could, you know, have an argument. Yeah, he had a great year, but, you know, it was a flash in the pan. And well, it was only one year. The committee comes to me that it's not a unanimous yes. Yeah, okay? Obviously, you're not no. voting for him. You've hated Trey Young from the moment he I, came to Norman for whatever hate, reason. I don't hate I don't know him. If Ray, I don't know if Ray got sideways with you at some point. I don't know what the problem is with you <laughs> and one of the most him. unbelievable basketball players on the planet who, by the way, played at OU and had one of the most amazing seasons of college basketball history. But you hate the guy. You don't even want his number retired at his I, high school. I just say I far don't away, think he deserves the greatest his greatest number retired in history. Oklahoma. Oh, man. All right, we'll take a break. Now I'm back in a bad mood again. We'll be back. <laughs> this is four-time national championship OU women's gymnastics coach K.J. Kindler, and you're listening to The Ref, the home of Sooner fans. That's two straight really tough ones, Coach. What uh, what did you say to the team afterwards? You know, I, I – it's it's it was really hard to, to address them because I thought they played their tails off. Um, we just didn't play smart enough. Um, they played hard enough to win, not smart enough to win. We 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 could look back on a, on a number of plays. Um, you know, one we were up five in regulation and we gave up an offensive rebound and then we pushed a guy after the play was over and then they got the ball again. That became a four point play. Um, we. Uh, you know, even then you go to overtime, and we were—I think we were up three—and we foul right in front of the referee, 29 feet from the basket, and we reach. We don't—it's just that's just a discipline thing, and uh, they get two free throws, and then we're bringing the ball up, and we just lose the ball, you know. And um, so there's a, there's a lot of things they played so hard. Um, we just we just—I told them, I said, you know, we, there's two ways we react. This was a, a punch in the gut where, you know, these last two were. Um, we're right there fighting with top ten teams in the country. We got to – we got. there's more to it. you got to play your butt off, and you got to have a, a mental toughness about yourself to finish these off. We gave up two really big offensive rebounds mm-hmm. um, late. And uh, so, you know, just we've we got to keep fighting. There's a lot – there's games left. There's five in the conference left. They're all going to be, you know, resume wins. And uh, – we're we're fighting our tails off, um, and we got to we got to bounce back from this. End of regulation. You forced the turnover to get the last shot. What were you? What was drawn up there? Well, we were trying to get. We, we ran the, the action earlier, and then when when Mo ghost up, they were coming over, and then Goldwire kept on refusing it, um, and we didn't refuse it. And then Ethan came over. And then they switched, and then Ethan. The, the, the only thing that would happen, they doubled Jordan. Is Ethan had a wide open shot? I wish he would have drove it, uh, but he did have a wide open shot. But we were trying to get a refusal on the wing with Jordan driving to the basket, and uh, 
um, <clears throat> he was so gassed. I just, I just, don't, just don't have much depth, and uh, we were, we were really trying to do some things. But on the, we were ghosting, and all, all game we were ripping and driving on that, and we just, we didn't get the rip and drive. You went with uh, Shag down the stretch and in overtime tonight. You like what he was getting? He was doing some good things rebounding wise yeah. and defensive wise, um, and he, he was facilitating some offense. Uh, you know, moving the ball and everything. Um, so that was that was something good. I, you know, I thought they. You know, we, we didn't shoot it particularly well. I mean, uh, I thought I thought EJ played his butt off, um, but you know, he was one for six. Joe was zero for four. Um, just struggled. You know, we had some some from looks three. at it. We yeah. had some looks. Yeah. We had some looks from three, um, but um, just not much margin for error. We we, we got to play smarter. We just we were up we were up three. That was a really tough one. That foul and then just losing the ball right there. And then we had two turnovers. We had a turnover. Uh, EJ threw it up to Jalen, and that was a, a miss miss mishap right. we were we had said before you sat down the only shot you guys missed in overtime was the half court heave you made every other shot and every free throw in overtime and lost but it was the turnovers that they got a couple extra possessions out of yeah. was the, yeah. the offensive rebound Jalen hill i thought was a warrior for you tonight too. yeah he, especially until he got in foul trouble i thought he was he was really tough um we we've been really trying to post him up more uh, you mm-hmm. could probably just tell with the with the intense the intention to post him up, get him going, get him down in the block, get him in the paint, um, and uh, you know it, he's he's responded, and we got a lot of good mileage out of posting him up tonight. Coach, we appreciate you stopping by. Thank All you right. so much. Thank you. Thank, good luck. Thank, I, I just got to say this. Yeah. Thank you to the students in the crowd. I, I promise you, I'm fighting my tail off. We're going to turn this, but they, they they the students were great. So thank you, Porter Moser. After. Uh... Last night's loss, Sooners fall in overtime, 80-78. to They will now be at Iowa State on Saturday. It's a 1 o'clock tip-off on Saturday. Uh, any Anything on the text line, TJ, before uh, we get Chris on here next hour, well, or pe- next pe- segment? People sorry. yelling at us. Sound like Skip and Shannon is what this one says. Uh, <laughs> some of that I like to push Toby's buttons, uh, like the uh, North thing. He obviously deserves to have his number at North, but I'm I'm being serious about the OU side of it. So, Why? Uh, based on what I said, longevity is not the there. Team, the team you did not play more than one year. The team. Well, if you don't play more than one year, you should probably win National Player of the Year. Um, he won a ton of awards. He won just some awards. Win that one. I'm just saying I don't put him there. So, but we probably did sound like Skip and Shannon there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this one says Young needs his jersey in the LNASAP. Um, this one says if nobody, no Hollis, no Eduardo, no Trey, all those guys deserve it first or more. Well, nobody said those guys don't deserve. Yeah, it no, I agree. All We're not arguing Trey should be in over those guys. Uh, Eduardo, Eduardo. Um, is he rafter worthy? I love Eduardo. Well, I put Eduardo and Ryan Miner kind of in a group together. Are they rafter worthy? I would agree with that. That's, that's why I'm saying is because what he's doing at the NBA make him more worthy for what he's contributed Absolutely. to the on the court to the school. You talking about Trey? Yeah, and I get why you would want his name up there for people to see that and tie those two together. But you can have a nice display case in the arena. Like I'm saying, like at some point, like do you have any idea what Charles Barkley did at Auburn? 
No, but he's no. Charles Barkley, right? Like he's a legend who went to your school. Uh, who else could I kid by? Like, um, oh gosh, I don't even know. I'm blanking on like I don't even think Iowa State would have a comparison to a Trey Young, um, or even Oklahoma State for that matter. I mean, they've. I I, I don't know. Well, um, last year, um, oh, with the Pistons. Why am I blanking on his name? Cade Cunningham. Cade Cunningham. Does he deserve his number retired? Sure. Hmm. Hmm. I mean, let's see what he does in the NBA. He's off to a good start. But he was the number one pick. I mean, I don't think they retire numbers at OSU for one. I don't remember seeing numbers in the rafters at OSU. But there are a bunch of guys before him. But if he has a good, if he has a, an, if he becomes an NBA All Star and an NBA Hall of Famer, one hundred percent, Cade Cunningham will be in the rafters at Gallagher Iba. That's the trajectory Trey Young is on. Here's the other thing about Trey: that arena we're talking about building, he might build it himself. Then he's gonna just say, "Forget the rafters. I'll put my name on the building." Well, then he's that's a get, different discussion there. He's going to get two of these massive contracts, not one. He's going to sign him a $200 million contract, and if he stays healthy, he's going to sign him another one. So, well, then we're, yeah, he we're might We're discussing say, something different then. So, Yeah. Uh, this person says enough. Well, it basically, with the important question of the day, Toby, have you used the ice maker? No, I haven't had the opportunity yet. I do have kind of a day off today, although a, fi- a grass fire has just popped up. I've got a, I now have a Zoom call at 9.15, uh, so we'll see if we can uh, get this put out. Uh, again, something that you've created, TJ. No, you didn't actually create this one. Um, and so we'll see. Uh, maybe today I can play with the ice maker a little bit. We'll see. Uh, I love Trey. I'm not sure he's... Uh, Jersey retirement worthy is what this texter says. Someone mm. says Shaq at LSU. All right. That's there comparison. you go. Um, OU needs to promote Trey as much as possible to help with recruiting and fundraising right now. I get that. I'm not arguing totally that. Totally agree. Um, All-American is minimum requirement for Jersey retirement for OU basketball. That's what this one says. All right. Well, all these guys were All-Americans. Um, drive to the basket, get two, and maybe fouled. Another miscue, another two-point loss. Go figure. <laughs> that person just woke up. <laughs> you, sound, you seem like a fun person. Uh, Toby's bar is low. I'm expecting my high school to honor that one twenty-point game I had back in '91. So he's Hang saying, on you're, a second. Says, uh, he's saying you're, you're what did Trey Young low. average in high school? Uh, like 50 probably, a game? Uh, it was a lot. And I was joking with you about that. I mean, he, he deserves the retirement he's getting on Friday night. I was mainly pushing your buttons at that point. So, yes, it was a lot. He didn't just have one 20-point night. Uh, I'm sorry. Norman. Some of you are sleeping on the greatness of Trey Young. Trey Young is a far exceeded my expectations. He's an were, NBA all-star. Uh, he's unbelievable. You were irrationally angry at him when he was here for one year. For one of the most incredible seasons in the history of the sport. And now you're trying to downplay 
how good he is. Stop it. <laughs> how did Open we even your get eyes. He played at your school for Pete's sake. Embrace him. He's unstinking believable. Oh, Hollis Price. Someone asked about Hollis. Yeah. I was like, how Hollis did we even Price. get onto this? Yeah. Love Hollis Price. Uh, I love Hollis Price. I think Buddy might be uh, the next one that's most worthy, though, just because of the national player no, I agree. of the year. Uh, Chris Plank joins us to wrap it up next. This hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you by RK Black, a leading provider of office technology solutions for small and medium-sized businesses. Call 405-943-9800 or visit rkblack.com. By the way, I unfollowed Parker last night. I'm down to 99. Oh, yeah, unfollowed. I've what got, did Parker I've do? got room. Our oh, Parker was critical last night. Shagwalk yeah. I remember that now, that now that I what say that. What in I the name that. of holy crap is Ethan Shagwalk <laughs> doing? I don't know. <laughs> is that one of your favorite pastimes now, is seeing something like that and then hitting unfollow? Uh, no, I hate it. Oh. I, I hate Twitter in with every bone in my body. I hate it with every fiber in me. I wish I could get off of it so much. So I'm trying well, to make it we as can agree on that. manageable as possible and get it to where it only has the stuff before my eyes that I care about and it keeps me from being in a bad mood. And that's really hard to do. Even guys that you trust, like Josh Helmer and Parker, Mc- yeah. uh, Parker and uh, Tyler Connor McComas. McComas. Yeah, the softball podcast. That's yeah, right. It's hard to do. Uh, Chris Plank joins us live now. Good morning, Chris. Crossover brought to you What's by up? the Cleveland County Family YMCA. Hey, Chris. What's up, Toby? How are you today? I'm good. I'm good. good. I wish good. we had one last call. night. That was a gut yeah, punch. Yeah, me too. Me, me too. Um, you know, and the, the thing that was was really interesting to me was just how immediately, and this is, again, you know, hindsight's always 20, 20 and I, I know you were <laughs> talking about Park and the Shagwa take, but how immediately everyone's like, oh, I just should have driven and, and taken, like you said, he's a 30, what, 4% three-point shooter. It was a good look, even Parker, or excuse me, even uh, Porter said it post-game, but that's one heck of a look that they drew up. They did everything right except for knock the shot down in regulation. So, um, yeah, it was fun, man. It, it, I hated to see the way that it went out, but the students really brought it last night. It created a great energy. It was contagious through the uh, through the uh, varsity app speakers last night. I appreciate you listening, man. I can always count on you, Chris. I was sitting there. Ta- oh, I was sitting there talking uh, to my wife and my daughter, my thirteen-year-old. We were sitting up, uh, and they were not paying attention to the game. So I just kind of took the AirPod out and was like, they're going to be so impressed with how perfectly synced up this is. Uh, and the first <laughs> thing I got was, would you please just put your AirPod back in, please? I'm like, don't you see how perfect this is? You can hear me. Oh, you can't. And it was almost at one point it was tough. I was very proud of my thinking job last night, but apparently my right. family wasn't all that impressed. Not impressed at all. I'm uh, but it was fun, that. man. I hate the way it's finished. Okay, so am I am I wrong if I'm much higher than fifteen percent or twenty percent right now? What do you got? What do you, give that, me the number. I'm like fifty fifty right now. I'm fifty percent. You know, I, I I think that there's well, how many wins out. do you I, think they need? Do you uh, do you live by Toby in that house that smells like skunks? What's going on here? Fifty fifty. <laughs> does, does Toby have some some people burning some trees next to him or something? Um, <laughs> Two, yeah. It's a couple a, houses down, they are trying to put Snoop Dogg out of business, I think. It's unbelievable. Wow, that's impressive yeah. if you can get it from two houses down. 
Uh, it's now the permanent smell in a uh, smell in L.A. Just uh, in case you guys ever travel out there. Here's here's my fear. Unfortunately, they're I south do- of me, so that south wind just like right into my backyard. I I live with a contact high most days. I think so. <laughs> Especially yesterday when the winds mm-hmm. we were getting last night. Um, here's here's my theory: is I think they're going to get one on the road. I think they're going to get an Iowa State on the road, which Go again. Ahead. As bad as, as Iowa State has been recently, what did, what did Fran tweet last night? They still have nine quad one wins this year. And I just I think they're gonna I think they I'm with Kevin. I think they need four. So you gotta find one to make up for last night, which was one I say win your home games and you're in good shape. And uh C brought up a great point yesterday, you know, it was one of those games a potential eight nine game, which I don't think you want any part of. Um, but even in that eight nine game you might be playing a an Iowa State, right? <laughs> in that eight yeah. nine game. So I think West Virginia is going to finish last, but yeah, even they're good. You know, I mean, you got Taz Sherman yeah. and uh, but he's been yeah. out and now that he's. I don't think three wins gets him in. I mean, I I just that would put him at seven and seven and eleven. Now, Kurt Keeley texted me they got in in twenty nineteen when they went seven and eleven, and that's true. But they did have nineteen wins that year, and this year they would only have seventeen. So. I don't know. Maybe they could get in if they only win three more. I think it. I think it's four. I think they have to win four more, which means no, they got to win two road games, Chris, in the I'm or yeah, or get a Big Twelve tournament win, like you said. Now, can we talk about another version of bracketology? Yeah, go ahead. Did you did you happen to look at Charlie Crane's bracketology no. for the women what's yesterday? No, what's it say? Oh, I wish I could do this live on the air with you. He's got Oklahoma as a two-seed right now. Woo! Even after this weekend against Ooh. Texas. So, uh, you know, I, I know that there's a lot of frustration over last night. But, man, with the big game against Tech tonight for the women, big one that tonight. is huge. That's right. That is huge to see where they are right now. Six o'clock, Texas Tech tonight in the LNC. Chris, have It'd a great fun. show today, buddy. Yep, Toby, we're live from Cavens today, so adjust your internal clock. Usually Thursdays, we're here today on a Wednesday, so it should be fun. Right, very good. Thanks to uh, Lon Kruger for joining us live today. You find folks for listening as well. We'll do it again tomorrow. Have a great Wednesday, everybody.